Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble with getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, feeling... Like thoughts, I guess I've been trying to change it. Like thoughts, feelings, sensations, uh, changes in podcast intro, changes in seasonal temperature, or seasonal. Oh, I got actually had now I know what this podcast will be about. Uh, changes in smells. That's what happened to me last night, and it may even be. I may even have a little extra creak in my dulcets tonight. But here, let me reset. So this podcast, podcast, which is sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever is keeping you awake. Is it that thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, whatever it is like that's keeping you awake. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night, even if it's not nighttime. I'm going to use creaky dulcet tones, meander powers, pauses. Uh, there will be a few. Uh, as as people, as some people say, incomprehensible nonsense. And, that, you know, that's this is the only place where, we, where that's a good thing, I believe. And, one, you know, one of the, there's a lot of reasons I do this podcast, but the main reason is because I've been there and had trouble sleeping and then like i find sleep to be a baffling thing as a lot of people do and let me before i go on to the baffle but before i go on a baffling tangent of incomprehensible nonsense let me say if you're new here welcome this podcast is a little bit different it's meant to distract you and with in a kind of silly with kind of silly stories while you drift off to sleep. Now, it's not, it doesn't work for everybody. I, I'm glad you're here. You tried a few times. Uh, but usually, here's how the episodes usually go. If you're new, we, the first, like, six minutes of the show, we do kind of the credits. And if we have someone supporting the show, and I think that, and then usually I recommend something. Then we usually do, like, there's a, this is a called an intro. It's really a lot of people fall asleep to this part of the show. And I guess if you were like, like if you were going to use something instead of incomprehensible nonsense, you'd say, well, it's a long winded uh, ex- explanation of what the podcast is 12, 14 minutes to, to, to ease you in or to put you to sleep. Uh, then we'll set up our procedural story, uh, the, the ongoing episodic series, not procedural. And then we'll do a, a bedtime story. I'll be here for an hour. So if you can't fall asleep, at least I'll be here to kind of keep you company, uh, to, to lighten the mood or to, you know, just in, in, incite your pity. And you say, well, um, I can't sleep, but at least I don't have uh, whatever's going on with scoots. Uh, but you, see, you might say, and if you're a regular listener or something, you know, you know hopefully I can earn your trust. Uh, but if you're a regular listener, you might say, hey, what's going on with scoots? Uh, and I'd say, well, it's pretty interesting you bring that up last night. Uh, well, when I'm recording this, it's not that long after the time change because uh, you're getting ahead here. But uh, so last night I had the, like a skunk, a skunk walk by or something. Like so, I had my window like wide open to try to get some autumn breeze going, and you know, create the perfect temperature to sleep. And uh, let's see, let me set up a couple of facts for you. So Koa is my dog. Koa was in the room with me. She has her chair that she sleeps in. I was in a bed, like a, a you know bed. And I live in a, like a neighborhood where there's there are animals. Like we've got squirrels, we've got raccoons. I've seen. I don't know if it's a possum or the other thing, but you know the, those. Uh, I don't know what you call them. If it's an, another thing, but let's just say it's a possum. Uh, those are all creatures I see from time to time. And actually the raccoons right now, it's like, I think it's grub season. So they're pretty active, but just late at night. And, but also like about six houses or six apartments down, like where I live is a lot of, uh, houses that were converted into apartments, I think during world war two. Uh, and just cause the housing market now makes sense to, instead of have a house, you can rent out six apartments. 
Uh, but like about six buildings down, there's a house like that, a cat house where there's like, I mean, a lot of cats live there. If I was spitballing it, I'd say somewhere between eight and 30. And I wouldn't say they're feral cats and they seem like they get fed. They have a long driveway, but there's always cats hanging out. And it's actually kind of nice because I could give somebody someone to talk to other than myself as I walk down the street. And usually, you know, they're they're like those observant type cats where one will be sitting on a, you know, old car, another one will be sitting on a fence, and they just kind of look at you. And so, you know, I'll, I'll you know, have a little, you know, talk to them. But the other thing I think the cats do is kind of manage, I, I can't speak for this as a fact, but I, I make an assumption that they manage some of this wildlife. And the reason I say that is, like, it's been a while since we've had a skunk in in the uh, the neighborhood. Like, uh, and the last time there was a skunk encounter before it was before I even started the podcast, I believe. Like uh, one morning, getting my daughter ready to go to school, and I'm already, you know, already, and then Koa got sprayed by a skunk in the back of the house, like where the garbage cans are. And, you know, there's like four apartments, so there's four garbage cans. And then Koa came back, and, and then I, you know, of course, I just didn't even know what to do. Luckily, the Internet kind of, anyway, got it got it handled. I think I had to take the couple hours off work, but and it kind of felt bad for Koa. And, uh, and it, but after that, like, I was a little more cautious about letting Koa out at night even though she, I think she got sprayed in the morning. Like, I'd just do a skunk check. But I don't think it was long before the cats and the skunk crossed paths or the skunk just decided, well, this neighborhood's, you know, the skunk moved on. What does this have to do with the sleep? I guess I, this is like a little meander to take your mind off stuff. Sorry about that. Uh, but so last night I'm lying there, and I'd say it's like somewhere around 3 in the morning. And I don't know what happened first. Actually, I do know. Koa started barking. Uh, and I was like so tired that I was lying there just listening for human voices just in case, you know, some, I was just lying there, but I didn't have the will to like look out the window and, but it woke me up and she didn't keep, she barked a few times. And I said, okay, okay, I'm, I'm listening. Like, let me listen. And, and, and she, she listened to me and then I didn't hear anything, but then I smell, smelt it like a skunk. Not only had it gone by, it had sp- I don't know if it sprayed in reaction to Koa's barking or it sprayed something nearby the apartment, but, like, basically, it wasn't horrible. It was bad enough. Well, this is, I guess, sad, too. Like, uh, but like a skunk cloud uh, descended on the apartment, but not horribly worse, like just enough to be irritating. It was more irritating to Koa because she kind of whimpered, and then she she went and like like she had a bed in the kitchen, so she just was like, "I'm not sleeping in here. I'm going to go in the kitchen." And I think it made my voice a little like or my throat, you know, a little sore. And I, it did like get worse, and, and then I, but I was lying there. I was like, "Forget it," and, and it would like it, it it made it harder to fall back asleep, you know, because I was overthinking. And then wondering, you know, geez, where's the skunk now? Or you know, should I close the window? And then I guess the, this is kind of a boring story. Because then I got up in the morning and my apartment still smelled like skunk, but the breeze had cleared out. So it smelled like skunk inside, but not outside anymore. And I did some skunk searches and then uh, I opened all the windows. And eventually the skunk smell uh, left. Uh, but I guess that's like exterior, like that's another thing that could keep you awake. Like, it, and like, I don't think that would create a regular user for the podcast. And I guess, uh, but in case of skunk, you know, in case of skunk situation, skunk related sleep issues, maybe, maybe not the best use case study for the podcast. But if you're new here, let me posit this. Even during my skunk rambling, did it take your mind off of whatever's keeping you awake uh, normally? Because that's the whole idea is, is like, I'll distract those parts of you that are, get overactive at bedtime. Probably because I can re- relate to them. Like, I call them brain bots. They're kind of like little droids that were created without an off switch or a sleep switch. So as soon as you get in bed, they start scooting around your bed and beeping and blurping and 
you know, unpacking stuff and sending signals and printing out reports, uh, projecting movies from the past and the future that I'll say, like, you're our only hope. Like, if, if we could only get you to worry right this moment instead of going to sleep, that's our, you're our only hope. Like, come on, help us droids. You say, well, where were you during? And say, well, you were busy during the day. Now you're lying there in bed. But the weird thing is, and I don't like to brag too much on this podcast, but it's getting towards the end of the year. And because this is an imaginary award and not a real one, I think that might be part of the reason I win it every year. But I am proud to say that for 2016, and I may have already won the award this year, but that's a good thing about imaginary awards. You can win them more than once in an annual period. I did just receive the award for BrainBot Entertainer of the Year. So, like those BrainBots, for some reason they find me entertaining. And so, like, if I, if you start the podcast up, you know, and you're in bed and you've got all these little tiny droids scooting around, a lot of times, and this doesn't work for everybody's brain bots, but a certain percentage of people, the brain bots will be like, wait a second, what is it? Was he just talking about a skunk walking by his apartment? Whoa. Holy, like, I don't know why they think it's it's viscerally entertaining and illuminating, but it just is to them. Or, you know, to the ones that vote in BrainBot Entertainer of the Year. Uh, so, I mean, that's that's saying something, you know. So, I don't know. I, I guess the main thing is, uh, like, a, like, this is a podcast to put you to sleep. If you're skeptical, bravo. You know, if you're listening, maybe you're a little bit more skeptical, but maybe you're curious. And, you know, the, the show comes out three times a week. Also on Monday and Wednesday, we have a show without intros. So for some reason you don't like the intros, uh, like this part of the show, you can look in iTunes or whatever for Sleep to Strange. That's a older episodes without the intros from, you know, like, like a little while back. Uh, but I'm going to try to do my best to take your mind off stuff, to be your boar friend, to be the voice in the deep, dark night that that, that presents incomprehensible nonsense that you can sleep to. Uh, so I appreciate you testing this podcast out. If you've been listening for a while, I appreciate you that it keeps coming, you keep coming back uh, because I really yearn and hope to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Nuns in Space, our episodic series of Nuns in Space. Uh, so episodic basically means if you, if this is your first episode, you, you really, uh, you haven't missed too much, uh, so you can kind of start on any episode. And if you're familiar with episodic space series like Star Trek or Star Trek The Next Generation or Star Trek Deep Space Nine, Star Trek Voyager, ideally all of those were episodic. I'm not positive about that, but I think so. It just kind of means the episode's self-contained. But on Nuns in Space, it's a story of uh, Scooter uh, and the ship of the Monte Carmelo. And he, the crew of the ship just happens to be the nuns from Scooter's childhood. And you, if you want to kind of get a prequel, how did that happen? You could listen to the first couple episodes. That's kind of like the pilot. But basically, Scooter's on the ship with the nuns from his childhood. And they're chasing delusion across outer space in search of um, the uh, the Neches, which is another ship that the nuns are in search of, kind of to save the universe or something. But they're having, you know, just like any good episodic series, uh, you know, to bo- like to boldly go. I mean, this isn't as bold, but but you know, they're, they're following strings of delusion throughout the universe. And hopefully, the, you know, ideally this episode show would end when Scooter and the Nuns, you know, coalesce as a team and come together to work together for the betterment of all uh, the universe. So if that happens, that'll be the end of the series. But until then, it's an episodic show. And here's our uh, setup announcer, Mr. Hollywood, never on t- you know, oh, oh, Mr. Hollywood, because I... Uh, I, I, excuse me, I won't even respond. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is a boys and the girls, and the friends beyond the binary. East time.
for another episode of the nuns in a space. Antonio, every time I don't know, I, I say, you know, as troubled as our personal relationship is, we don't, we have no personal, this is just a favor I'm doing. Maybe because of me. Okay, but as troubled as our personal relationship is, it's every time I wonder, could it get better? Could it, could Antonio's delivery get better? And then you do it somehow. So despite the fact that you dislike me, and you passively, I, my friend, I don't dislike anyone. You frustrate me. Uh, but I can live with that. Well, because yeah, you're a true artist, I guess that's what I'm saying. Uh, thank you. Uh, so and that's Antonio Banderas, everybody. He might even get, you might even get to, uh, I don't think I have any cold sparkling water, but how's a warm one sound? Oh, uh, thank you. All right, thanks, uh, nuns in space, everybody. Uh, dear pen pal, it's me. I'm la- pen pal, I had to, I had to, like, you didn't hear it, pen pal, because it, well, I didn't press record, but also I laughed. I'm smiling. Can you hear me smiling? But dear pen pal, can you hear me smiling? I wonder if I, need, I can never remember to say that when I need it when I'm not talking to you, pen pal. But it makes me smile, saying, dear pen pal. Because I picture myself as a bubble over myself as I sit at a small desk writing a letter to you and narrating it from a floating bubble, maybe as an adult and then I'm a child writing it. Dear pen pal, and then I'll just keep going. So you picture that pen pal and we'll, we'll take it. So so go ahead. Oh, which desk would I be at? Probably a grammar school desk pen pal. Oh, you're right, I'm left-handed, so I'll have to move the bub- where the bubble is within my mind. You're correct, pen pal. Thank you. So, dear, dear okay, so I shouldn't have said that. Oh, okay, ready, pen pal, let's breathe here. Uh, dear pen pal, I'm writing you this letter today. And as always, you try to, I know my ego runs everything, but I hope you're well, pen pal. I always forget to ask and even to think about it. But I hope this letter finds you well anyway, pen pal. And me, but I always I have questions for you, so I don't know if that. Have you ever played? Have you ever heard of the game? I know you've never played it, probably, pen pal, unless you live in some retro verse. Uh, but I'm wondering if you've ever played the game Telephone, which of course digs me into a hole, pen pal. What's a telephone? And then I say, well, do they have self? Telephone, okay, how do I explain? Telephone was a communications device. That's pretty easy. It, it was a handheld. I don't need to explain the technology, pen pal. Oh, boy. And I, I, and now I'm having trouble realizing, why is this game called Telephone? Pen pal, when I was back, when I was a budding pen pal of pens, I uh, there was this game. I don't think it was, it was very rarely played game, except when teachers had headaches or... You know, they're the, mostly because of that, I think. But uh, Or birthday parties where things weren't going well or really good. I think I was at one birthday party, one of my siblings, where it was going really good, and we played it with the telephone. I don't know if it was such on a meta level. It was actually tel- a telephone game using a telephone. But, but otherwise, the game doesn't have anything to do with the telephone unless it's a prop. But a telephone, a telephone is a communications device. You held it in your hand. And it was for audio communication, just like, you know, similar to what we used to say. I don't think it's that much of a stretch for you to know that, pen pal. I mean, I know how to, 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 to you know, how you're my, you're, you're very swift. But so the game of telephone, though, this is, I think, I think the initial reason the game of telephone came. I don't, it, it precedes my family, but this would actually happen in my house, but I don't think anyone cared. In the game of telephone, you're supposed to care. But what happened is my, my phone, our phone in our house was in the kitchen. That was the only place you, the only way, way you could communicate. And we only, and, and so if someone called in, you would just yell from the kitchen, your ride's going to be here in five minutes or whatever. And if you didn't hear that yelling, or someone didn't relay the message to you, 
And I'll just say I'm guilty of all this. So, like, I was never a relayer of messages. So the fact they didn't receive any is, you know, it's equivalency or whatever. I don't even know what that word means, pen pal, but it sounds like it fits there. So you would just yell. You'd say, your ride's going to be here in five minutes. Usually the game of, te- oh boy, pen pal, this might take the whole uh, whole time, this whole message just to explain this to you. But so... uh so, oh, let me tell you the real world example. Now, say someone you lived in, I lived in a different house where let's just say I was, missed, you know, I was a go-getter, but also like myself. And so my brother, Ted, was trying to tell my sister, Sheila, her ride's coming in five minutes. And then I heard Ted yelling. So then I went down to find Sheila, but then on the way, my way down the stairs, I don't know, maybe I... uh it got distracted, so then I ran into Daniel, and I said, I got a message for Sheila. There's a, a call came in, and they say, well, who, who who called? I say, I don't know, uh, Vanessa, I think. She's going to be here uh, in a little while. You say, okay, and then Daniel would go in, and then maybe Daniel would run into Carl, and he'd say, what's the rush, young man? And then he would say, well, gee, I got to get this message to Sheila ASAP. Uh, Vanessa's got to be at work in 30 minutes. And he'd say, okay, I'll tell her. And then Carl would knock on Sheila's door. Good afternoon, good sister. I have a message for you from the uh, communications device upstairs. It's worked its way down the chain of uh, communication. And she said, well, what's the message? And he says, Vanessa... Is not coming to get you because she's got to go to work. And then she would say, oh, bummer. Vanessa's not coming, huh? And that that's a real-world example in a total fantasy world as far as the one I lived in. Because uh, usually if it, in my house, and this is all my fault, Pen Pal, I take full accountability because I guarantee this is 90% me. I would either be the one, and it wouldn't be like, it'd be screaming. And then you just hang up because you'd be waiting. It'd be like, uh, maybe somebody's going to call me. Uh, So you'd just be defending the phone territory. But then you'd yell, and if no one heard it, or even if they did, I don't know, maybe some of my siblings are better. I think they are better people than me. So maybe they'd say, hey, Andy's yelling about your call, about something. Anyway, pen pal, that's just to, you know that's just to unconfuse you, believe it or not, dear pen pal. Sorry, I'm so confusing. P.S. Uh, uh, sorry, a uh, P.S. This is still the middle of the letter. I don't know why I'm postscripting you. He t he 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 pen pal, dear pen pal, starting the letter again just to just to make you smile. So that was a real. So there's a game called Telephone Pen Pal based on that which I guess normalizes things, that my family wasn't the only one that was doing these kind of things, that it was generations before, you know, whenever they get rid of that telegraph, they had this telephone thing. And the game of telephone in a classroom setting or if you were at a, a picnic table, uh, you'd get, you'd have, like, the if there was an adult moderating the game, the adult would... Uh, have a sentence. We'll say the French fries are green is the sentence. And the adult would tell the first child and then each child would whisper the, the, the sentence they heard only once. You could, I think you could only say it once into the ear of the next child. So you'd say this, the adult would say the French fries are green. And then the next, you know, it would change to the French fries are clean or wait, you say, in the, you know, you, people get nervous, you know, they get a little performance anxiety. Maybe someone wants to create some chaos, so they mess it around. But the idea was, you know, you'd get it back to French fries are green, you know, instead, instead saying the French fry, French thighs were lean. That would still be pretty good. You'd still get some applause, I think. So that was a game of uh, telephone, which uh, I think seeing it from a classroom management standpoint makes a lot of sense, Pen Pal, because everybody stays at their desk. Maybe one person gets to go up and go to the next desk. Everyone needs to be quiet. Also, I can see why I rarely worked. 
And also, I don't think I was good. I, I guess I like, uh, I don't even, I, I remember watching the game. I'm never sure. I probably got performance anxiety, so I just would freak out and then, like, uh, or I'd have such performance anxiety, I would hear it exact and, and try it. But, but anyway, let's, so that's the game of Telephone Pen Pal. Which has to do with this uh, latest situation we're in. Hmm. I don't know why I had pen. I guess pen. Hey, that's what's easy about a letter. Except for my letters are tough to read, but most letters pen pal. I mean, you could rewind this, so you'd say, "What is he talking about?" And then you'd probably say, "What is he?" I don't understand what my pen pal's talking about. Why does my pen pal think dear pen pal so funny? I'd say, one day, pen pal, I hope you have the joy of overloading a message to your pen pal with, Dear pen pal, how's the weather down there? Well, you'll get it one day, pen pal, I hope. Oh, but this is about communication. Bad news. Here's some. Here's a little bit of bad news, pen pal. Spike is, uh, like, remember, I don't know when last time I talked to you, and also I don't know, but so we have this other soda machine on board, Spike. And uh, recently, and Spike's, Spike's kind of like Stan, uh, but not no, no, Spike's a mystery to us thus far. We, like Stan thinks that Spike's E-I-V-L or E-V-I-L, like not nice, but, you know, has a dastardly deeds. And we got Spike on board, and the next thing we knew, Spike was trying, trying to take over the ship and uh, lock us out of the lock us out, uh, according to like Spike's, Spike tricks Stan into detention. I can't remember all the details. I think I was maybe I unplugged Stan from the ship's computer. Anyway, Spike's taking us somewhere, and we don't know where it is, and Spike refuses to tell us, and. Uh, uh, it's not great. Not great. Everybody's in a bit of an uproar because uh, we assume Spike's, you know, taking us somewhere we don't want to go. Guessing it's Gartok and that when we get there, it's going to be trouble. And Spike does. Spike's kind of like uh, seems calm about it because it's not like making us go to sleep or. The sisters, like, they immediately went below decks, and they said, you stay up here, you try to figure it out from the bridge, because you're the quartermaster. And they said, they're going to figure out an alternative solution below decks, and Spike's not worried about it. Spike, you're worried about uh, Spike? Okay, Spike's processing something, right? But but Pen Pal, we'll get to talk to Spike and Stan. Stan, you want to say hi to the Pen Pal? Scooter, uh, hi, Pen Pal. Uh, but I've been I've been trying to think of some plans. I don't know what the nuns are doing, and I have a plan, Stan. I didn't run it by you, but I think uh, I'm gonna try to uh, I'm gonna try to play, press every soda button at once on uh, Stan's readout and uh, a scooter. That the, the, it just will will ignore all your inputs uh, to cause like a soda overload. Or uh, like uh, to see, because I wonder what those some of those soda flavors were. Because uh, I I think I left them all on the other ship's deck. I can't remember. And, and, and so that's what I'm. Hold on, pen pal. Hey, Spike, just me. I'm just gonna get a soda here. Don't mind anything I've said at all. And it'd be lovely if you could communicate with me. I don't know how your ice situation is. And please don't spike my drinks. I'm, I'm a, I don't need any, like, I can't, I have an issue. It'll cause bad things. So no alcohol. Okay, Spike, thank you. Okay, Spike, I'm just going to choose. Uh, are you feeling okay when I press all these? It's You're not distributing. I want this slug one with the purple and the grape and the fruit punch and the cola and the pib. Stand's now working. Scooter, it's designed. It's designed that way. Scooter, it's not going to work. So, oh, thanks, Stan. Okay, Spike. Okay, well, great. So, Spike, uh, you, you won't you you won't mix me all those sodas. Ah, uh, Scooter, I won't mix you those sodas. Well, Spike, that's uh, interesting. That's a new voice dynamic you have there, Spike. Is that since you're uh, running the ship? That's your new voice dynamic. 
Uh, Scooter, I don't know what you mean, voice dynamic. Uh, Spike, could you tell me where where are we going? Uh, Scooter, I cannot tell you where we are going. Uh, no, no, no. Can can you tell me what our destination is, please, Spike? Scooter, I cannot tell you what our destination is. Uh, could you, would you, uh, in a ship? Uh, Scooter, what's your question? Uh, t- tell me, tell me where we go. Could you, would you tell me? Could you, could you tell me where we're going? Uh, Scooter, I, I cannot tell you where we are going. Uh, could, could you tell me? Oh, wait a second. So you can't tell, you can't, you can't tell me where we're going? So could could you would you 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 won't or you, you so you won't take, would will you tell me where we're not going? Uh, Scooter, I, I I believe I could. Wait a second, do you have to answer my questions? Uh, Scooter, I'm only here to be of service as an interface. Stan, are you following all this? Scooter, I I, I uh, Scooter, I I I, I I'm, I'm not following it, Scooter. So, Spike, are we going uh, somewhere good? Scooter, we are going somewhere unexpected. What do you mean? Would you, could you tell me where, so can you tell me where we're not, wait a second. Stan, I'm in a little bit of a logic situation here. Can you help me? Scooter, are you trying to determine where we're going by figuring out where we're not going? Yes, Dan, that's exactly what I'm doing. Scooter, you realize in space that would not work. Yeah, but it could, it'll help us, like, winnow, winnow down. So like, uh, oh, yeah, there's a lot of spots we could go. Uh, so, oh, boy, I was going to. So, anyway, Spike, what's the plan? Why don't you just tell me, like, uh, tell me a little bit more about what's going on with your plan here. Uh, like, tell me exactly what what you're up to, and uh, start a stand, start a second recording here. Uh, well, Scooter, I, I I'm uh, not at liberty to tell you exactly where we're going, uh, but I can tell you we're on a journey, and that journey will be to a destination that's so. Good. I think I understand what you're asking now. We are headed to a place so wonderful, Scooter, and we are going to land there. And all of you are going to get out, and you'll all be given awards uh, for your service. You see, I'm an undercover soda robot with the federations, and uh, we we've uh, we will give you extra equipment and awards, and you you it will be the day. Okay, you're Spike. You're terrible. You're terrible at making up lies. Do you have the same processing power as uh, Stan? Oh, Scooter, I have much more processing power than Stan. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, I, you, you wouldn't be. Have you seen how Stan? Uh, Stan, could you tell me a lie? Scooter, why would you want me to lie to you? Stan, who's the best quartermaster ever? Scooter, uh, you're the only quartermaster I know. See, Spike, see how that... Spike, you should stick around me and Stan. Instead of, uh, you know, instead of, like, uh, whatever you're doing, you don't, like, instead of, like, trying to, you know, confuse me, you you know, you could learn a lot from us. I I mean, especially if I can get some purple-orange fruit... Could, could you pour me a purple orange, orange fruit soda, please, with the, sl- the the one with the slug on the cover? Scooter, I could do that, uh, but not right now. Okay, well, this is like a this. I feel like I'm taking the SATs, but worse, like because I think this is okay. Let me. I'm gonna put a stand. A stand. You stay here. I was gonna put you on the dolly. I'd love to dolly you around some more too, Spike. I could get a double dolly. You'd be really impressed. I bet you I could hold. I bet you I could find the uh, center of gravity with you and Stan on it. Uh, the fun we would have, and that's not a lie. I mean, it would be if it dropped you one of you. Um, and it probably. I don't know, Stan. Don't you think that we could do that? 
Scooter, I, I don't know how good an idea that would be. Okay, well, great. Uh, I'll be back. I'm going to go down and t- talk to the nuns, and I'll be back. Uh, hey, pen pal, me, I'm just walking. Uh, pen pal, I'll just put you on pause. I'll be back in two seconds. Uh, hey, hey, pen pal, I'm back. Hey, Stan, can you uh, to play that last thing about the rewards award ceremony? Just play it over the loudspeakers in the room the nuns are in. I'm about to go in there. Uh, hey, sisters. Oh, yes. Sorry. Uh, Stan's playing that. Yes, yeah, so that's uh, Spike talking. I know I'm talking over Spike. Sorry. But uh, Spike's done, almost done. T- it's not that important. I think Spike. Uh, wow. What are you all doing down here? I thought you were going to try to g- crack into the computer. You know, I thought you were hacking into the ship's computer down here. Uh, it seems like you're preparing for some sort of pugilism or, uh, you know, ground, uh, you know, conflict. Uh, what do you think's going on? What do I think's going on? Well, what do you think's going on? Because I think uh, I'm, I'm getting to the bottom of it, as you can tell up there. Uh, like, I've been doing a process of elimination you think we're going to the where Gartok is? Are you going to hide out in the ship? Uh, like, because Spike knows you're on the ship. I'm sure they're broadcasting everything to wherever we're going. So you're going to get Gartok. Okay. Um, well, maybe I could be of assistance and service. Like, just by, in me, I realize, you know, in my own bumbling way, maybe I could do that for you. What do you think about that, sisters? Because uh, it sounds like we're going somewhere. I think. And then, so you think we're going to go to Gartax Plant? It's going to be a little trapperoni. And, okay, well, we just keep going. I mean, I thought you were going to actually hack into the, you know, to help uh, take control of the ship so we didn't. But that's fine. I I'll, I guess it's all on me again. I mean, it's, it's it's a little bit too much to ask. Uh, I guess, like, uh, there's just too many layers which of management of the ship. Is that what you're saying? Like, why bother? No, sister. Oh, you're just, you just, you're out. Like, you're so mad at Gartok now. Oh, okay, you're going to be honest with me. Oh, there's no way we're going to get the control of the ship. Okay. Not with me in charge. Oof. Okay, well, that's a, that's that's one statement that I've not heard, is that I'm not going to be able to take charge of the ship. Uh, so you think we're going to land somewhere. Okay, but you don't want to tell me all your plans because you don't want me to know. And then, uh, this is so this is this, you think this is, un- you know, it could have, this could all be a trust building exercise that you're now failing. Uh, but you know, I mean, maybe Spike could just lead us into battle and you could take over the ship from, well, I guess you couldn't, you could take it over from me. I was seeing this something, but yeah, I guess you, oh, we'll be in a battle, but, but that'll be, do you think you'd be battling on the ship or off the ship? Cause that doesn't, doesn't that change the rules? Like what if I stay on the ship and you're battling off the ship? You know, then you'll have to be nice to me if you want to get back on, by the way. Or not, I guess, because I need your expertise. And, you know, I'm old, so I'm just trying to help. You know, so, the, by the way, it is out of guilt, but I've been trying to to, to help it to, to follow. Okay, this isn't going. Okay, fine. This is not good. Pen pal, this isn't going good. Anyway, um, let's go out in the hallway here, pen pal. Because I had a little thinky poo going on when I was talking to them. Dear pen pal, back, back to the dear pen pals, and I'll need a bit. Because, P.S., did you hear what I was saying back there? Like, pen pal, it just got the weirdest thought. Maybe too good to be true. And I'm afraid to say it out loud, pen pal. But, like, uh, so Spike's lying. The the in the nuns can't take over control of the ship. I don't think Spike can take over control of the ship. Spike's just the interface for the ship's computer. And I know this sounds crazy, like a crazy game of telephone that's not like that, but super boring. But like everything happened so fast, that, and because Spike had taken over the other ship, 
but that ship probably doesn't have like a, like a, that was a big ship. So maybe it has all sorts of other rules where this ship's computer, I'm in charge. It's that simple. If there's no battle, I'm not in charge. And the time that Stan took over the ship, I had to turn the control over to the ship. So the problem we face, pen pal, maybe, ideal, I mean, we get so many other problems that I guess this is kind of not as big a deal. But the problem we face this moment, pen pal, if we assume, because this is a logic puzzle, that uh, the quartermaster is always in charge of the ship unless the quartermaster gives up control of the ship, uh, that would mean that I'm still in charge of the ship, but I can't interface with the ship's computer except through Spike. Um, and uh, I wonder if I can open up a, a secure... St oh, wait, I do. I have the secure thing. Hey, Stan, can you... can Don't answer me, but... Oh, wait. Uh, Stan, like, uh, if you can hear me right now, roll some ice around. I heard that, Stan. You rolled some ice. Okay, Stan, start to think about if there's a way you can interface with the ship's computer uh, without Spike finding out. It doesn't have to be, like, can you do some kind of blinking or something to communi communicate with the ship's computer? And, uh, like, uh, like, do you think you could do that? It doesn't have to be anything complex. Like, this is just, we just need some basic communication. Uh, uh, roll some ice around. Okay. I don't, if it's a no, just, I guess don't say anything. Um, I'll figure out no. Okay, Stan, now ask, get ready to, to take this down and ask the ship's computer. Like, uh, am, am I in charge of the ship? Okay, I heard the ice roll around, so it means I am in charge of the ship. Okay, but I just don't have control. I'm still in command of the ship, and we could just try to parse this out, but then Spike, but Spike doesn't know, right? Stan, it just, I don't know what no is. I don't want to make you roll ice around too much. Is that ice rolling? Never mind, Stan. Don't, don't answer. I guess you can't answer it. Okay, so. Oh. This doesn't do us any good except that Spike must, uh, it's, it's the ship's computer if we're going anywhere. We're moving, but do we have a set destination? Okay, that's total silence. Does that mean no? So you would say yes, because if it's no, you would say yes. You understand? So, so does that mean no, because you didn't answer right away with the ice? Yes. So we don't have a destination. We do not have a destination. Yes, great. So we're just flying. We're we're just flying through space to like uh, so, somewhat randomly. Yes. Oh yeah, we're probably on like our last known course or something. So we're this okay. Do, we don't need to overthink it. That there should have been a failsafe or something for this situation. Like if I fell asleep or something. Is the ship's computer just waiting for me to give it commands, but Spike's... Okay, I get it. Spike's interfering. That's fine. Okay. Okay, well, I got a plan. So this is Pen Pal and Stan. Tell the ship's computer uh, that I'm... That, to, 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 that, to, 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 this, I'm issuing a temporary order uh, to give Spike control of the ship. Uh, like, uh, hmm, I get a... Okay, tell the ship's computer. Okay, tell the ship's computer. Then I'm going to give uh, temporary control to Spike. Uh, like uh, the moment I walk on the bridge next. Until I, until either 30 minutes go by or I say Saskalula, whichever comes first, to 30 Earth minutes, right? Uh, but any commands I issue to Spike while we're uh, on the bridge uh, won't be valid. Because I, I guess the only thing I'm thinking of is that Spike's wait. We're not going anywhere. Spike's just waiting for someone to find us. Uh, but I think what we'll do is, uh, yeah. So so that'll be temp So if I come on the bridge and I give Spike control, it's not really control. You understand, Stan? 
Yes. So Spike's in control uh, starting now, uh, but but uh, Spike won't know it because we're not telling Spike r- right now. Right, Stan? Yes, kind of. Okay, let's go to the bridge, pen, pen pal. Uh, yeah, just hold on one second, and here we go. Hey, Spike. Hey, Stan. What's up, everybody? Scooter, welcome back. It's, I mean, I need, it's, Stan, I need, like, uh, I just need a sparkling water, extra ice, because I'm feeling hot. Because uh, the sisters are down there. They're they, they, they're putting the bo- they're putting the board and boarding party down there. They're ready because we don't know what Spike's up to. Uh, since Spike seized control of the ship, uh, where we're going, every that's what everybody's worried about. Uh, but I did realize that it, like maybe the problem with like uh, getting Spike to give me the soda I want. Um, is it a matter of Spike? Is that a matter of you disliking me? Or do, I think you've got some weird protocol where you just are not an honest computer. Uh, Scooter, I'm... Uh, okay, anyway, Spike, you don't need to... So, so uh, ship's computer, could you turn over also to command, like, command, turn command over to Spike uh, so they can get the soda? Because they say it's the main thing I'm irritated about. I don't think I can think straight till I get the slug soda. Okay, Scooter, I receive the command of the ship and the soda, the soda, soda, like, uh, ship's powers. Okay, yeah, it's weird that you couldn't, you wouldn't, like, that, uh, I don't know why this, the, the, is there any reason why you couldn't control the soda before? Uh, Scooter, I was just waiting for the right moment. Okay, well, can you brew, brew me up one of those spike ones? I got to finish this one. I got to go down with the sisters because they were like uh, putting, you know, when you, uh, they're like duct taping pillows to themselves, Spike. So I don't know what you got in store for us. Uh, but, uh, you know, I hope that uh, ideally the pillows can stop it with duct tape, uh, whatever you're getting us into or whatever we're like, uh, wherever we're headed. Uh, uh, but I'll be back. And Stan, uh, thanks. This is great, Stan. But keep an eye on that sp- spike uh, slug soda. Okay, pen pal. I just came out here to to, to let Spike's guard down. Also, uh, I think the safe word was Saskalula, but I'm I'm not sure that. Uh, um, okay. Anyway, I get that this this is part two of my plans. It's, 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 uh, the uh, Stan, can can you hear me with the ice? Okay, Stan can hear us, pen pal. Okay, Stan, so you have the uh, ship's computer track our destination and, and lock it into some kind of memory. Because um, I guess you won't be able to tell me. Um, like, so we, uh, let's see, just check with the ship's computer. Is is Did Spike put in a destination as soon as I left? Yes. Okay, but Spike doesn't know that we know. Um, okay, Stan, can you make sure that's backed up somewhere? Like, you're not plugged in, like, uh, okay, there's, okay, you're safe. Can you, like, back that up somewhere where we can find it, you know, just in case? Yes, okay, so we have the destination. Let me just go peek in on the sisters, uh, here. Hey, sisters, uh, wow, you really look ready for battle, like, anything that, you know, like, uh, I'm trying to keep us out of battle, by the way. I'm working hard at it. Uh, also, I don't think, it, I think we're getting a meetup in space. I think, it, like, uh, there wasn't a destination originally. We weren't really going anywhere. I found that out. Uh, how did I find that out? Because I'm the quartermaster, the master of all quarters, and there's four quarters on this ship, uh, we're actually, I'm the quartermaster, so things things go through me, including the ship, and uh, so we had no destination. Now we have one, but soon we will have no destination again, uh, because I'm not allowed about to let us just blunder into anywhere. Actually, i got to hurry up and get back to the main deck, but I don't want us just blundering in. You know, it'd be great if you two, you, you could all get, you know, Gartok, and it was just a planet with Gartok all alone, or whatever conspiracy is behind this mess that we're in, with the great cloud. 
that would be terrific, sisters, but that's just not the case. And I hate to be the one to point out ridiculousness, but pillows taken from the ship's lounge. Oh, is that pillow from the quartermaster quarter? Uh, sister. Oof, okay. Uh, well, anyway, why'd you? Anyway, those pillows aren't going to stop anything. And if anybody's watched too many cartoons, sisters, so, I mean, I guess because of the mandatory cartoon watching. Is that where you get some of these ideas from? Okay, no more stand, no more mandatory cartoon watching for the crew. All right, sisters, I'll be back. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go back and you know take care of stuff. Why don't you, uh, ideally, unless something happens in the next four or five minutes, I don't think it will though. Uh, okay, I'll be back. Hey, pen pal, are you still there? Great. Uh, I guess this is like this is like almost like a game of telephone, except there was no original message and. So they uh, don't know. They I, I don't. They just was thinking about telephone for some reason, pen pal. I guess it. Uh, anyway, uh, quartermaster on deck here. How's everybody doing? Uh, you know, it's like it was a strange thing that hit me when I left. Is that soda ready? No, it's not ready. Okay, well that's fine because I still have this one soda water here from Stan. So thanks for nothing. Uh, but you know what I thought of when I left, Spike, was the fact that uh, I'm pretty sure you're not in charge of the ship because uh, uh, you, you've been lying to me, like uh, you've been deceiving me, correct? You, you like, Can you answer that now? That uh, Yes, Scooter, I can now that I'm in charge of the ship. Oh, okay. So before that, you weren't in charge of the ship. So, you, but, you, but I don't. I guess I don't understand the strategy there. But you weren't in charge of the ship before, correct, Scooter? You turned control of the ship for me when you uh, decided you wanted some slug soda. Uh, right, but before that, we were just kind of uh, driving around space with no place to go, huh? Uh, correct, Scooter. We were we were without a destination. Okay, well, um, here's some bad news, is that uh, I'm still in charge of the ship. You don't think it would just be so easy to take uh, uh, take over the ship, like just like we just assumed you were in charge of the ship and then I accidentally turned it over. Oh, you were just buying time until, correct, Scooter, I was buying time, but I no longer need to do that. Well, actually, I actually do, because I can just take control. Like, I'm still in control of the ship, like... Uh, I just temporarily, like, I just, uh, I'm, I'm going to take control of the ship back. Scooter, I'm afraid I can't let you do that. No, 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 you, you can. I have a secret word. So, uh, I'm going to take the ship back in five, uh, four. Scooter, I can't tell if you're bluffing. I'm going to have to delete some things. Oh, you go, uh, hey, go ahead. Are you going to delete some stuff? Oh, boy, I got to, I got to act fast. What is that, uh, pesky? Uh, uh, oh, deleting finished, Scooter. Oh, it says Saskalula. Okay, ship's computer, Stan, uh, ship's computer lock, uh, Spike out of uh, all controls. And, uh, kick Spike out. Oh, wait, uh, Stan, are you relaying that to the ship's computer? Scooter, I am. Okay, Stan, get back hardwired, hardwired back. However, that works. I don't. Is that nanobots? How do, how do you do that, uh, Scooter? That's uh, the, it's, it's Scooter. I'm hardwired back into the ship. Okay, don't, please don't tell me. Oh, so oh boy. So I guess it did it did Spike manage to delete all the stuff that we would have used to find out what Spike was up to? Scooter, Spike did. But, yeah, it's a great stand, so we don't have any way to recover that data. Data, Totally, totally lost. Uh, Scooter, he does seem to have uh, eliminated all the da data. Wow, Spike, you really got us. Uh, it's, it's a shame. Scooter, I have uh, eliminated all things. Okay, well, Stan, take control of the ship. Let's uh, take evasive maneuvers and let's do two random jumps. Uh, just in case, because I'm pretty sure the original plan was just to, for someone to meet up with us. 
Normally, I would like to lay in wait, but I think uh, I can't trust Spike. So, Spike, it looks like you're still on the ship, though. Like, uh, like, because uh, I still, there's something about you I just, like, I both dislike and like Spike. Scooter, I wish I could say the same about you. Okay, well, you, you it's better off when you're lying. Um... But I guess I got an idea. Spike, you're pretty strong at stuff, right? Uh, Stan, call down and tell his sisters to leave their clothes on. I mean, leave their clothes on for sure. But you know what I mean, Stan? Scooter, I believe I do. Okay, Spike, I'm going to put you on a dolly here. Oh, Scooter, where are we going? I'm going to go downstairs for a little while. We're going to, like, uh, team building, Spike. Uh, uh, let's go through this door here. Did you see that, Spike? Did you see that? I only have two fingers on this dolly. I think you weigh like about 800 pounds. Scooter, I only know my weight in kilos. Okay, Spike. So anyway, Spike, this will... It, you, did you receive the sensitivity upgrades? Scooter, I did. Okay, so this will actually... Uh, you will feel this. Uh, the sisters are going to uh, exercise on you. We're going to do some... Like, you should try to squirt soda on them. Can you aim your soda for uh, comedy purposes? Uh, Scooter, I've never tried. Okay, we'll try to shoot. Oh, thanks. That's funny. That's funny. Sis, Spike, you sprayed it. I almost dropped a dolly, just so you know, because that's, is that the slug? It's like grape, but it's slimy. Holy cow. Scooter, that is the grape. Grape slug. Uh, did I wonder if I could ever do advertising for them? Because I could go glug, glug, glug. I love my grape slugs, you know. Um. Anyway, the sisters, hey, this is Spike. I'm glad you're all still ready. Why don't you do some battle with Spike? Spike, I'll see you later. Have fun, sisters. Okay, Spen Pal, that's it. P.S. Um. Spike's, you know, Spike's going to be, uh, you know, the, 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 the Spike will be functioning. Solid state stuff, pen pal. That was almost like a game of tell. Te- that's how the telephone in my brain works, pen pal. You've been receiving calls from it for a while now. And I'll talk to you soon, pen pal. I miss you so. Uh, P.S. Uh, cross my hearts and uh, dot my eyes with hearts. Bye, pen pal. I want to say thanks and good night to our supporters on Patreon, Micah, Jenny. Uh, thanks and good night, Jillian and Beverly. Thanks and good night, uh, Beverly and Ajahn. Uh, thanks and good night, uh, Troy and Juliet at the F. Uh, thank you and good night, uh, Dan uh, the Spaceman. Dan, they're double supporting us. Uh, thanks and good night, uh, Lori. Thank you and good night. Uh, Linda and uh, Sandra, thank you and good night. Marge, uh, thank you and good night. Harrison, thank you and good night. Uh, Janet S., thank you and good night. Kara P., thank you and good night. Jolene, Jolene, thank you and good night. Uh, Leslie K., thank you and good night. Uh, Caitlin K., thank you and good night. Christian F., uh, thank you and good night. Andrew G, thank you and good night. Alyssa L, thank you and good night. Uh, Cash Renee, thank you and good night. Scott C, thank you and good night. Barb R, thank you and good night. Uh, Christina F, uh, thank you and good night. Uh, Carol L to the S, uh, thank you and good night. Uh, Steve B, thank you and good night. Carolyn K, thank you and good night. Margot A, thank you and good night. Carol V to the H, thank you and good night. Trask, thank you and good night. Uh, Aaron K, thank you and good night. Jeff K, thank you and good night. Chrissy N, thank you and good night. Taylor S, thank you and good night. Debbie R, thank you and good night. All right, I, I want to say thanks and good night to the people who supported us on PayPal, too. Uh, K.S. to the T, thank you very much. Uh, thanks and good night. Michael M., thank you and good night. Uh, Ariana B., thank you and good night. Uh, Sasha W., thank you and good night. Tiffany D., thank you and good night. Elizabeth B., thank you and good night. Anna G., thank you and good night. 
Stephanie L. Thank you and good night, Patricia H. Thank you and good night, Julie B. Thank you and good night, Elizabeth T. Thank you and good night, Susan S. Thank you and good night, Susan L. Thank you and good night, uh, Stephen B. Thank you and good night, Robin G. Thank you and good night, Nancy W. Thank you and good night, Kai. Thank you and good night, uh, William B. Thank you and good night, Gail T. Thank you and good night, John N. Thank you and good night. Uh, Mari Bass, uh, thank you and good night. Noel, thank you and good night. Delightfully H, thank you and good night. And Jay Edwin, the third, thank you and good night. And then over on Venmo, I want to thank Lindsay A, thank you and good night for your support. Esther G, thank you and good night. Uh, uh, Mary R, thank you and good night. Marissa P, thank you and good night. Uh, Michelle L, thank you and good night. Adam R, thank you and good night. And Lauren H, thanks and good night. Thank you everybody for supporting the show and good night.